This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1056. I'm your host, Greg Audino. Really glad to have you here with me today for a brand new question sent in from one of your fellow listeners. And just a reminder that if you would like to do the same, you can email us at advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com. I'm more than happy to take any questions you're having and use my background as an advice columnist and a certified life coach to help you out with your identity being kept anonymous, of course. I definitely respond to all the emails, and I love getting questions, so please don't be shy. Now, in the OLD network, we are really committed to help you in any way that we can, whether that's sharing articles or answering your personal questions about troubles you're having in your own life. So, with that all being said, let's see what this listener today has to say. We're going to try to help her out and optimize your life. Finding time for myself and making friends is hard. I move a lot for my job, a different country every three to five years, and now that I'm in my 50s, it's hard to find connections with people. All right, thanks a lot for sending this in, Asker, and looking for some help. These Q&As are obviously more than about just validating your feelings, uh, but I would be remiss if I didn't share the fact that I am right there with you on this. Since leaving for college 12 years ago, I've lived in three different cities, and I may very well be on the move again soon. It's hard to say goodbye. It's really hard. And it's hard to get close with people and then have to accept the fact that, due to our own decisions, our time with them going forward will be severely limited. After a while, you almost don't want to get into new relationships because you want to protect yourself and maybe protect others too from the inevitability of leaving them. It hurts. And I'm sure it gets more challenging over time as we age, and so do those that we care about. So that's a lot about my experience. And even if we process our goodbyes differently, you and I, I'm sure you at least share some of the same sentiments. And though these feelings are all very natural, there is still a flaw in how I, you, and many others who are on the move a lot might approach our fleeting friendships. What we must ask ourselves is, why our relationships should be treated any differently simply because of our moves. How are we letting our impending geographical changes get in our way without realizing it? Is it possible that the idea of moving hovers over us in such a way that we make relationship building much more complicated than it really is? Might it be a form of self-protection to convince ourselves that making friends is harder for us than it is for others? After all, if we start to believe that it's too hard to be worth it over time, and we don't have to deal with all those goodbyes. Well, luckily, it seems like you're reaching out to me before it's gotten to that point for you, which makes me so happy. 
Now, the act of making friends is not any harder for those who move a lot than it is for those who don't. The core problem, instead, is how we interpret the idea of friendship and how to maintain it. Many of us go wrong by thinking about friendships more in terms of quantity than quality. Quantity is a lot easier to measure, after all, and it feels nice to have close proximity to someone, or at least a plan of when you'll have it again. We make this mistake in many areas of life, but you know the simple answer that we always come back to is quality over quantity. This has to be applied to friendship too. Closer connections rather than more connections. Meaningful monthly discussions rather than weekly couch dates with our phones in our hands. It's especially important for someone like yourself who's regularly on the move and thus doesn't have the, the luxury of getting tricked into thinking that more time together is always better, regardless of how it's spent. You know, friends who live nearby can fall into that and think that's enough. And it's not to say it isn't for everybody, but it does make it harder to grasp true close friendship at times. So in my friend group, for example, we've all known each other since we were little. There are like 15 of us, all from a small town in Rhode Island, regularly spending time together. And it's great. And, you know, the idea of it is very romantic. But there is typically very little vulnerability exchanged. And that is where we could do better. So one of my friends, for example, he recently broke up with his only girlfriend that he's ever had, who he was with for 10 years. He didn't tell any of us, his best childhood friends, for months after, until I pried it out of him because I'd found out otherwise. Uh, but needless to say, this points to a hole in our friend group, right? If there isn't the comfort to come forward and lean on lifelong friends in a time of great hardship, that's crazy. But that lesson will be hard to learn unless we spend more time apart. Does that make sense? So I think that the first thing for you to start doing is contemplating how you can build relationships based on quality over quantity and what that might look like for you. Go out and build good relationships and then consider how they could be maintained and full of love after you move, even if you won't see each other much in person. Do you like games? Maybe you can do a regular virtual game night. Those were great for me in the pandemic. Maybe you like writing letters. That could be a wonderful thing to start with some friends that live in different places. So that's, that's the first part. But there is a second part I want to address uh, to your question before we go. Now, while mindset work will be valuable for your friendships, regardless of how physically close they are, I also encourage you to actively lean into the fact that having to leave friends every three to five years is the trade-off that comes with your job. And it's a trade-off that you have signed up for. You can cultivate great relationships, but you can't ask to stay physically close with them for too long as long as you're in your current position. It seems as though you feel this is more intrusive than it was when you were younger. You know, Maybe the trade-off felt more worth it in the past and less worth it now. That makes sense. That would be fine. But you won't know that for sure until you sit down and re-examine your values and how they've changed. To me, it feels like time for you to do that. Is the job still worth the restrictions it puts on relationship building? How much time, energy, and money would go into switching jobs, and is that worth having a life that's more conducive to relationship building? Don't be afraid to ask yourself these questions and more if your job poses that much of a problem. It's okay to challenge work like this, and a lot more people would be better off doing so. So what this is coming down to is 
confronting and potentially reconfiguring your sacrifices rather than pretending there's a way to have more time with friends in person. Again, a shift in your mindset will do some good. But if you insist on having both a better mentality towards friendship and having more time to spend with friends you do make, then the thing that'll have to change is your job. Asker, thanks again for sending in such a wonderful question and sparking some great conversation today. I really hope you took something from this and can walk away with some new questions to ask yourself. That's always the goal of these Q&As. Better questions, not necessarily me telling you what to do. Um, I wish there was a way to keep friends around you longer that didn't require such a major shift in your job. But working with our sacrifices is often a better pursuit than trying to work around them or sneak around them and spinning our wheels in the process. Everyone, thanks so much for tuning in today. We are done for now, but be sure to join me again for tomorrow's episode where we will start a two-parter from another new author to the show. All that and more tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.